The following podcast is completely fictional. All of the characters, even those based on real people, are fictional. They are just impressions by a weird dude talking to himself for your enjoyment. Hola, bromigos. I am your host, Above the Dave. Thank you for tuning in to the Lot Scene Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about a track that was released... Essentially a remix of the Disco Biscuits that I don't think gets talked about enough. And I want to dive into that. Then after that, we are going to talk to a guy who runs post-fish show orgies. And so we're going to get some details as to what exactly goes on at these events. Following that, we have John Bell of Widespread Panic. And we are going to be playing a brand new game here on the podcast. It's called Guess That Movie with JB. And then finally, we have the wonderful Umphreys McGee back here in the studio because they felt it necessary to talk about some of the real issues going on in society. So smoke your mids and choke your kids. It's another episode of The Lot time where we are seeing a ton of new Disco Biscuit music coming out, I do find it appropriate to bring up a studio release that happened a few years ago that really did it for me. Uh, It's actually someone who remixed a live version of the song Rapture by Blondie uh, as covered by the Disco Biscuits. And the Disco Biscuits did publicize it when it was released, and so all of their fans could check it out. And for pretty much the last three years of this remix being out, I I didn't even know anything about the group that released this. I never investigated it, but I did want to discuss this track a little bit, so I I dove a little deeper, and it was pretty interesting. For me, I actually enjoy a wide variety of the production styles that this band has done over the course of time. The the early few albums where it was very rock forward sound, love that shit. I love the Acida B and the I-Man and all that from Uncivilized. Then also got super into High Wire and Crater and I Remember When from I Miss the Perfume, which is my favorite studio album of theirs, which is so different sounding. It's, It's like computer sounds. And I love otherwise law-abiding citizens, uh, which is really just the biscuits in the studio with like minimal kind of production on top of it. But it's really just kind of them playing. They put it together much faster than than the previous album 
playing an anthem. And then they got this one out pretty pretty soon after, and this is way better. It's just the biscuits being the biscuits, and but writing a bunch of new songs and dropping a bunch of really good new material on us uh, all at once. And then right now we have the slow release single by single, which is the way you do it right now. That's how everybody does it, so that's why the Biscuits are doing it. But the tracks that they're doing now with Cloud Chord, I, I'm not seeing myself going back to. None of them truly capture the intensity that any of them have live, but again, it's like I can fault the tracks for that, but I really try to shy away from that. But the studio songs almost have to be unique on their own and hold as uh, on their own in a sort of way where like you're still drawn to listen to them for a different reason than you would to the live version. And to that point, the the Cloud Chord stuff that they're doing with this new, new album is in that respect. Like, hey, we're going to do something maybe that actually it veers more into a popier... Uh, dancier type version like you can hear a lot of magner in the studio tracks there's a lot of level there's a lot of layering that's happening uh i do believe it's too much layering of stuff and and then really alan just kind of becomes a drum machine for these songs so it's not really showcasing anything about alan and so that is a conscious move to make it more fitting for something that could be spun by a dj here's the thing though no DJs are spinning the Disco Biscuits. And except Think Tank Dubs, who's been around for a few years, I think. I don't know how long he's been actually doing it. I think a few years, uh, maybe pandemic times. A great dude, uh, a funny dude, a hardcore Disco Biscuits fan, a lifer, and a guy who is mixing and matching dance music and rap music with Disco Biscuits. And he does live streams. Follow him on Twitch. Instagram, all that think tank dubs is the man. So that is a dude doing it. And it's super cool. And, and as a fan, I'm like, holy shit, you can, you just took like a dark house song and, and brought it into a caterpillar peak. And for us, that's, uh, that's super cool. But Barbara himself has said he hasn't seen a lot of people take disco music and, and remix it. But one group did. They're called Party Pupils. And party pupils are two guys, I come to find out. One dude is a producer, singer-songwriter, electronic musician type dude. Other guy is this guy, Max, who's like a fairly sizable pop star. And like Billboard and Grammy-nominated type of dude who's like a model too. And these two guys really, they are not in any way part of the jam band world or culture i did read that i think that these two guys who've been a duo for a handful of years now they met at electric forest i guess they were both performing on their own and then hit it off and yeah they're just like two young model dj producer pop singer dudes who are pretty competent in making that housey pop stuff and i checked it out i mean they have they have a whole, you know, their top 10 tracks on Spotify all have a million streams, uh, with the top ones being like 37 million streams. So none of which, by the way, are the track I wanted to talk about today, which is Rapture. Uh, the, this remix by Party Pupils was released pretty much out of nowhere, at least from my understanding. It just kind of appeared uh, out of nowhere, unlike the ones today, which are which are being announced. This is just 
there it was. It was out there on Spotify and SoundCloud. And think so I think Rapture was debuted in 2019. I believe the Biscuits played it a few times, I think notably maybe at the Red Rocks. But when this was released, I think they only played it a, a, a couple of times. And basically what party pupils do is they, they somehow heard the Disco Biscuits cover Rapture or maybe somehow these guys are friends with the Disco Biscuits and the Disco Biscuits reached out to party pupils to do a remix, but I don't think so. I'm going to go ahead and say that's probably not what happened here. I feel like, I mean, they have a decent amount of remixes on their Spotify and SoundCloud. So I'm going to go ahead and say that they put this together. But here's the thing. It is really good. They essentially take a live Disco Biscuits song and crank it up with a lot of poppier, anthem type sounds that you hear in more mainstream EDM, along with like a boosted uh, EDM drum behind it that really powers it and just gives it like a thumping and kind of gives it like some build and some break a little bit more like you find in traditional EDM. And it kind of becomes what I feel like the Disco Biscuits would love to achieve in the studio. It almost feels like they should give the Party Pupils guys a shot to maybe produce a couple of tracks and just see what they do. I mean, what they did with Rapture is really fantastic. I don't know any, I listened to a few other of their tracks uh, of other stuff they've done. I have no interest in it. <laughs> None of it is for me. It's all just a little too TikToky, a little too cheese. I, I guess the fear maybe would be that if they were to, if they were to work with these guys, that, that it would come out too much like a planet anthem. I don't know, but I feel like they seem to have their chops down when it comes to making this kind of music. And I think the thing the Disco Biscuits would love is to find a way to make some of these songs, especially these new songs, produced in a way that would make them more accessible and fit in more with the Spotify playlists and gel more with just produced electronic music. That's not guys playing instruments. They're walking the line right now, and and I don't see any of my EDM friends finding any of the tracks of this of this new album and probably investigating the Disco Biscuits. Evolve, maybe, is, clo- is as close as they've come, I think, for that maybe to happen. I don't know. I would almost say take Evolve and throw it out to a bunch of people like Party Pupils and other producers, and then you kind of see that. I mean, they did that with Planet Anthem with a, with a few songs there was an on time remix that was pretty awesome actually so it's worked in the past i wouldn't mind seeing uh you know an album drop and then a remix album come out and i think that's really maybe where you can see some of the biscuit stuff actually making it into spotify playlists and doing well amongst the other edm it's and that's what it comes down to is that a lot of these producers they know the formulas and i think if the biscuits want to make their music and put it in that formula having it so that their tracks can go in and out, starting with the drums, almost starting minimal, building, and then dropping back to minimal. And so that it does work, so that DJ can pick up that track and, and put it in a rotation with, and have it segue in and out of other music. I don't know. I think what the Party Pupils did with Rapture is that. Um, I do DJ a little bit from time to time, and that is my little way of sneaking in some Disco Biscuits into a set. I've talked about my DJing before at work. 
at my various jobs, I sneak in the disco biscuits and and uh, I did it recently actually at, at uh, another spot that I'm at. I, I had Evolve playing and no one was the wiser. Well, sometimes I do DJ as well. No aspirations to do it professionally. However, if I'm feeling frisky and I want to slip in some disky, I'm going with the Rapture remix from Party Pupils. It's as close as the Biscuits have to a certified dance banger. It just is. It's just pumped up drums. It sounds like something that you could throw in a set and people are going to probably get really down to it and you could go in and out. Uh, it's not the perfect track for going in and out, I'll be honest. It kind of ends kind of abruptly, but kind of spread out that ending a bit and just had to drop it into the drums. Oh, it would be it would be perfect. But it is, in my opinion, as close as the Biscuits have come to getting an actual certified EDM banger. And it was through this random group who I don't know how close they are, if at all, with the Biscuits. I don't know how this this happened. It doesn't even really makes sense. I don't think anyone who's a fan of Party Pupils, which it looks like they have a lot of fans. They have a lot of listeners. They have uh, almost 800,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb based on this other music and say that they're not probably listening to Disco Biscuits. I don't see these worlds in any way close to each other. Maybe the Biscuits played at Electric Forest that year and they saw that and that was that was something. I don't know. Uh, Fill me in if you if you have the connection here as to how this happened. But it did, and it really turned out great. And I almost want to see, like, if I was the Biscuits, I'd be like, here's a few more. Like, here's another one. It's called Sweating Bullets, and here's another one, and it's called Gangster. And just give it that party pupils ramp up and spit it back at us as a remix. And shh, you can fucking crank that in the club. Also, if you're just listening to this and you want to try that, uh, go for it. Party peoples don't have to be the only one partying. So if you have not checked it out, give it a spin. And if you have, give it another spin. Re-listen to it. It's probably been a minute. And tell me that that's not about as dancey as a, and, and club-friendly as a Disco Biscuit song has ever been. And again, it was taken from a live performance. Anyway, let's, let's switch things up and bring out our first guest of the day. His name is Doug. And he organizes fish orgies that occur after fish shows. That's right. It's the post-fish show fish orgy promoter and organizer. And so we knew we had to have this guy come on and tell us what is going on with that. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring him out here. It's Doug. Doug, thank you for coming into the studio today. One question for you above the Dave. All right, Doug, what's that? Are you more of a rocky top or more of a theme from the bottom? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right there, Doug, I'm liking that. So you throw together fish orgies, correct? Well, I don't call them that. I, I call them pokey paw ceremonies. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, like okie paw ceremonies, but pokey paw, if you know what I mean, because we're poking, baby. I got you, Doug. And I got you. <laughs> Slice you on the nipple. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Watch out there. Above the day, will you be my winter queen? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's going to be for me, Doug. 
Well, I'm seven below. What you been hoping for, above the Dave? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So, Doug, can I assume that you're just a total ladies' man? Is that just safe to say? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Of course. Sex for me is easy. I just want to share the wealth. Oh, yeah? Just sex comes super easy to you? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I got plenty of great opening lines. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, you do? Wanna, wanna toss them out there for us? Hey, babe, you're like a traffic light. And I'm your slave. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, all right, uh, okay. Hey, baby, I wanna split open and melt inside you, girl. Ooh, oh, yeah. Oh, that's pretty gross. Hey, baby. Are your legs the sky? Because they're about to be divided. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. That's right above the Dave. I get straight to the point. That's your style, huh? Oh, yeah. I'm not big on dinner and a movie. Uh-huh. Walk up to a pretty lady and say, Hey, do you like heavy things? And then I just whip out my dick. Usually lets her know where I'm at. <laughs> that, sh that sure would do it. Yep. I've been around, dude. Oh, yeah! <laughs> uh-huh. So, Doug, what is... My favorite position? Lengthwise. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I wasn't going to ask that. Also, a squirming coil is nice. I got another move called the twist into Piper. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Piper, good. Okay, so, Doug, what do I say when I come? What? No. I'm about to come. That's what you say? You say, I'm about to come? Yeah, like, I'm about to run. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm about to come. Oh, okay. yeah. Don't fight it above the Dave. Just surrender to the flow. Girls really go for this shit? It's all about trust above the Dave. Ladies, trust me. You can access me if you catch my drift. <laughs> Just don't drift while I'm sleeping. Because we're keeping things consensual. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's got to be rules in this orgy, right? It's not just a total free-for-all, right? Oh, yeah, there's rules. Break the rules, and you're banished. And then it's just an army of one for you, bucko, out in the parking lot. I'll kick your ass out and then go get back on the train. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, baby, show me your big black furry creature from Mars. Okay, Doug, let's get back on track. Can I bury this dick alive? Okay, that's a bit of a stretch. I could use a little camel toe walk. That's even more of a stretch. I'm getting hard, girl. Wanna check out my Colonel Forbin's ascent? Pretty impressive, huh? Dude, gross. Also, yes, gross. In an orgy above the Dave, it gets wild. You can just walk up to the girl, just kind of rub it up on her and just be like, Hey, baby, let's make some contact girl and next thing you know we're bouncing all around the room oh yeah Ugh, okay i like to check in with my lover oh, do you yeah i'm like hey is this fast enough for you uh, oh. yeah. she's like give me that foam oh yeah, yeah. Ugh, okay and i'm like here comes that steam ah baby and then I just look her in the eyes and I say, time to 
fuck your face. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. The girls at these orgies, that if, assuming that the women do show up to these things, they're, they're into this. They're into that stuff. Oh, yeah, they're fish fans. Oh, yeah, baby. I love fish chicks. Yeah, because it's very specific. It's, a, it's an orgy, which it's like you already got to find people who are down with that lifestyle. But they also like fish. For many people, I mean, putting on fish and having sex just isn't really the combo, uh, at least from what I have found. Do you play fish music while having the orgy? Of course. Oh, yeah. We usually just play the show we all just came from. Oh, shit. Yeah, the rewind. Okay. Love fish chicks, though. I like my fish chicks with big mounds. Oh, yeah! And a fish chick that likes to sleep and is a watchful hose master. Oh, oh yeah. Girl, baby. <laughs> okay. All right, Doug. When I see a girl I like, I just want to get on it as fast as possible. I don't want to be waiting all night. Ooh, no. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I want to be all up in the walls of your cave, baby. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. Hopefully you're into a guy like Doug. If not, maybe you're looking for a guy who's maybe a little more tan. May I recommend my Mexican cousin? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Or if you's a real freak. How about a wolfman's brother? Ooh. Okay. I've got a wolfman's rubber. Gross. And I just glide it in, if you know what I'm talking about. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. Is there anything you guys don't do at the, at the orgy? I'll tell you this much above the Dave. We are not down with diseases, people. No, no, no thank you. Breath and burning down below, then you're out, okay? Also, let's be respectful, people. Only good sense and subtle sounds. Please respect your neighbors. Okay, yeah. No catcalling. Just whistling the end of Reba is tolerated. It's good to know that there's some just baseline rules here at the fish orgy. Most important rule above the Dave, I want you to enjoy myself. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds <clears throat> gross. I'm, yeah, again, man, I'm just not going to be interested in, in the fish orgy. Let's come together oh yeah. yeah dude no okay well then take this see if it'll change your mind what is this container it's a sample in a jar oh oh god i'm gonna throw up give it up for doug the fish orgy organizer ladies and gentlemen oh, check us out this summer that was disturbing well, up next, we're bringing back a wonderful musician. He is the lead singer of one of the biggest jam bands of the past few decades. An absolute powerhouse of a band who we will interview more people from. I promise you that. But this guy's back because we're going to play a game today. It's John Bell, and he's going to come on here, and he's going to do some John Bell raps, some JB raps, and he's going to be giving us the plot of various movies and and we are going to guess that movie. That's right, last time John was here, we were trying to get some type of information about his life and, and pick his brain a little bit, but he was just dead set on giving us the plot to Forrest Gump. So we're going to bring him back here once again. Everybody, give a warm welcome for John Bell. All right, we are here to play Guess That Movie. JB... Hit us with that first plot. It's 1963. 
Frank lives in New York with his father and his French mother, Paula. Frankie witnesses his father's many techniques for conning people. But because of Frank Sr.'s tax problems with the IRS, the family's forced to move from their large home to a small apartment. One day, Frank discovers his mother's having an affair with his father's friend. So Frank runs away and he turns to cunning people to survive. And his con grows until he becomes a Pan Am pilot Just forging the airline's payroll checks Soon his forgeries are worth millions of dollars And eventually he's caught And then ends up working for the FBI To help get other people arrested I know that one. That is Catch Me If You Can. All right, JB, give us another movie plot. Following a camping trip in the nearby Cascade Mountains, George Anderson drops home to suburban Seattle with his family when he hits a big foot. With his station wagon That night George goes to the garage Where he brings home the Bigfoot And discovers it was alive And had escaped He finds the creature in the kitchen Looking for food the family this soon realizes that the creature is intelligent and friendly. The family bonds with the creature and George decides to return it to the wilderness. The family attempt to resume their normal lives, but uh, now the the Bigfoot's life is threatened. Yeah, this one is easy. At least it was for me. That is Harry and the Hendersons. Cool. All right, JB, give us one more movie wrap. At a carnival, a mill worker named Noah meets a 17-year-old girl named Allie. They hit it off and start to date and fall in love, but Ali's parents don't approve of him. So they forbid him from dating her. And Ali breaks up with him and she almost marries a lawyer. But no one then buys the house and she sees him in a newspaper and she goes and finds him at this new house and then they 
find out the mother has been holding on to all the letters. And then they'd stay together and she dumps that lawyer dude in. Come to find out the old man in the beginning of the movie was the guy. And the old woman had dementia. And you find out he has a heart attack and they die together at the end of the movie holding hands. really touching story um yeah i'm, I'm sorry I, uh I, I mean is it uh the astronaut's wife <laughs> the correct answer is the notebook oh the notebook damn yeah i've been meaning to see that one yeah i've never seen that movie it's a real tearjerker with a really sad ending yeah, an ending that you spoiled, by the way. Now it's like, I don't even know if I'm going to watch it now. It's Ryan Gosling's best performance. Never watched The Notebook with a chick? Come on, man, that's like one-on-one. No, I, I don't know, I just never never did that, I guess. All right, everybody, that has been Guess That Movie with John Bell of Widespread Panic. Thank you, JB. And our final guests are also returning to the podcast. They were here with us last season, and we had a great talk. And we're bringing them back here because they wanted to go over some issues that they wanted to bring to the attention of all of the Lot Scene podcast fans out there. Some real issues. And so, let's not waste any more time. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Umphreys McGee. Hey, what's up, what's what's going on, dude? Hey, man. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Humphreys. Good to have you back. I don't know. Was that a question? Dude, I don't know. Was that Is a it though? Uh, yes. That still sounded yeah, like a question. Okay. Well, yeah. above the Dave, we wanted to talk about some important issues for Humphreys McGee. Okay, great. Yeah, that's what you were saying. So you're not here to talk about music? No, not here to talk about music, man. That's right, Ryan. Yeah, we can come out. We did come out with an album last year, and it's fucking fire. fire. Dude. Yeah, it's awesome. Check it out. However, that's not why we're here today to talk. We're all really active, and a lot of things happening right now in the world. Oh, I did not know that. You didn't fucking know Joel, that? Joel, be cool, man. There's so much happening in the world. How can you just be blind to that? No, yeah, no, I'm not saying I'm I'm blind to it. I just, you know, we don't talk about that here um, on this particular podcast. You know, we usually keep it to stuff about jam bands, but um, you guys are a jam band. And I'm excited that the Lot Scene can be a platform for you guys to talk about some social issues that are important to you. Well, thanks a lot, Above the Dave. No problem, Jake. You know, for me, you know, one of the issues that we're really focused on is the issue of climate change. Yeah, Above the Dave, did you know that... See waters burn.
shit, dude. Damn, dude, that was intense. Yeah, I mean, Brendan makes a really good point, though. Yeah, he does, man. I mean, at this rate, we're probably only going to be around for another 40 years. You're telling me climate change is so bad that human race is only going to be around for 40 more years? What? No, Umphreys, man. Umphreys is probably only going to tour for 40 oh, more years. Oh, oh. Still sad, though. Yeah. So what else is on your mind, guys? Well, that's a great question, Above the Dave. The other thing that we're really seeing out there as we travel around this great country is just way too many homeless people. I don't know if you know this above the Dave, but there are people sleeping in the streets. They're sleeping in the streets. They're sleeping in their filth. There's people outside and they're doing drugs. Sleeping in their cars. Not enough money to eat. Not enough money for Jake brings up a really good point. I mean, homelessness is a major issue in our country right now. Hey, Joel, it's unhoused. Oh, sorry, man. Yeah, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Yeah, the unhoused, it's a real bad situation right now above the Dave, and it's really sad, and we gotta do something. And also, yeah, sometimes they do have dogs, and those dogs are also going hungry. You know what I, that really, really ticks me off above the Dave? What is that, Chris? It's dog owners who don't clean up after their dogs poop. Yeah, those people literally should die. We should go to hell. You don't pick up after your dog. I'll take that fucking shit and throw it in your face. You piece of fucking shit. You're fucking nothing. You're the lowest piece of shit on earth. Leaving your fucking dog's shit and I stab it Chill out. Whoa. Sorry, dude. I just get so heated about that issue. Yeah, man, Chris, chill out, man. I know. It is it is terrible that people do that, and I totally feel that rage, but, like, you got to reel it back a little Sorry, bit. Sorry, man. Sorry. Hey, Bubba Dave. What is it, Joel? You know what we're really dealing with in this country right now? What is that? Addiction, man. <sighs> dude, you said it, man. I don't even know where to start. I do. <sighs> Guys, if you've got a porn addiction. A what addiction? A porn addiction. If you've got a porn addiction, you gotta know when to cut it off. Because it's not helping you, it's not helping your mental state, it's not helping your relationship if you're in one, and it's not helping you get into a relationship if you're not in one. That's a great, that's a great point, George. Stop watching people getting choked. You wanna watch people getting choked and slapped and having their fucking faces slapped with a dick. And they're fucking getting chased on all over the place And they're skull fucking And you're watching skull fucking And choking And whips And punching And beating it up And screaming and yelling And then you think that that's sex That's not sex That's not love That's sex You sick Joel, Joel, hey, chill hey, it hey, out. Hey, chill it out, bud. Hey, it's okay, man. It's all right, dude. You're right. You're right, man. You're right. But addiction is real. You said it, Ryan. 
I've lost a lot of friends to addiction. Yeah, man. Me too. Tru- horse gambling is no joke. Horse gambling? That's what you're talking about? You know, you go with your friends on some bachelor party, bet on the ponies, next thing you know. wasting every dollar you have Watching the horses go round and round And you're picking horses one and two and three Trifecta! Trifecta! But you can never beat those You try and you try And the horses never do what you need You fucking horse Don't bet on the horses They're beating them You're literally watching the horses being beaten In front of your eyes And you spend all your money On horses running and sick Whoa, 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 guys, guys, I'm really happy you guys came here to talk about some of the major, major issues and things that you find important. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's a better way to to get the word out on some of these major societal ills. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do here on this podcast. Well, I and I applaud the effort. I do. I'm I'm really happy you guys are here. Just good to see. Good to see you guys, man. Thanks, man. Good to see you too. And the new album is sick, guys. Oh, thanks. Oh, cool. You listened to it. Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know there was like mixed reviews from from people that I read online. What do you mean by that? What what do you mean? Yeah, what's going on with that? Oh, I don't. I don't know if you guys like go on message boards or whatever, but there were some people were into it. Some people were kind of trashing it. Kind of like, where, where's the old freeze? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, you know, man, we can't make everybody happy, but I can tell you one thing. More than anything, more than homelessness, climate change, more than addiction, or even people who don't clean up after their dogs, there's one kind of person that really, really irks us. And we really need to get rid of them. Oh, yeah? Uh, who is that? I'm talking about... Internet trolls! The fucking lowlifes who have to go and comment negative shit all over message boards. Any fucking person who's out there creating art and doesn't have time to be fucking throwing people down and making them feel shitty on the internet. Literally no one who's making art is also on the fucking message boards, you fucking low-life piece of shit. You're everything that sucks about the human race. Stop being negative. Stop fucking hating. Either fucking do something yourself or shut the fuck up. Whoa. All right. All right. Oh, dude. Yeah, I need to man. Oh. We really hate those fucking trolls. Yeah, dude. Fucking internet haters are the worst. You guys, honestly, I can get behind that, man. Fucking low lives, right? The worst, you said man. it the day. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Well, I'm Freeze McGee. Thank you so much for coming back onto the podcast and for letting us know your feelings about some really major issues here in society. Hell yeah. All right. Cool. Love the day. See you on the road. All right, everybody. I'm Freeze McGee. All right. Well, that is going to do it for another episode of the Lot Scene Podcast. I want to thank all of my guests. I'd like to thank Doug, the post-fish show orgy organizer. And I'd like to thank John Bell from Widespread Panic for coming on by and playing Guess That Movie. And, of course, a big thanks to all the members of Umphreys McGee for coming on by and chatting with me as well. Next week, we are going to talk about the best versions of the Disco Biscuit song, Crickets. And I'm going to bring back a lot scene favorite, 
Mr. J. Dead. He's going to give his top five of Sammy Crickets. I'm going to give my top five of Alan Crickets. And he's going to tell me why I'm wrong. After that, we are going to speak with Trey Anastasio and Tom Marshall about their wonderful friendship. And then our big guest next week, first time to the podcast, he is an incredible bass DJ producer, and he goes by the name Tipper, and we're going to have him in this studio next week as well. So thank you for tuning in. It's been a pleasure as always. I have been your host, Above the Dave, and I'll see you next week on The Lost 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 L